Welcome to the Mindfulness of Singing, and I'm Denise, your sassy, spunky scientist. And I'm Tony, your bubbly, big-hearted flower child. Our podcast features practical tips and tools for a journey of transformation using the healing power of your voice. Each podcast, we will delve into the mind, body, and spirit connection by interviewing inspirational guests, sharing personal stories, and discussing the most recent scientific research. Tune in and join our community of mindful singers. Well, hey, Tony, how are you today? I'm great, Denise. I'm really excited. This is a special day. Me too. This is our inaugural, very first, the Mindfulness Woo! of Singing podcast. Yippee! It's here. It is finally here. And uh, we have a great guest today. We hope that you are going to love it. And just to give you a little overview, in case you didn't listen to the trailer, every week we will talk about something in the mind, body, and spirit space. We'll talk about something we have done a little research on and feel passionate about. And it may be different every week in terms of who's talking about what, but we will have something related to singing in those uh, modalities but then we will have a really extraordinary awesome amazing guest to talk to we try to keep it a little bit short we won't take too long but today we have a really good guest i'm excited about her so tell us tony tell us all about miss nancy well i'm going to read you a short little bio and then we'll get to know her a little better in just a little bit but Nancy Boss is a vocologist, speaker, and author of multiple best-selling books on singing and a professional singer in a variety of genres. She has been called a thought leader in the field of voice. Her work is guided by the philosophy that singing makes all people happier, healthier, more peaceful, and thoughtful. True. Singing, singing <laughs> brings people together, soothes aching hearts, and occasionally allows us to spiritually transcend her company studio boss media helps people tap into the magic of singing by providing basic education and insights and to allow everyone to sing out hey hey i love it already me too i've been reading her book excuse me no go ahead i've been reading her book i'm about halfway through her sixth book so i'm eager to hear i've got some questions yeah i'm I'm looking forward to meeting her yep Miss Nancy, it's going to be awesome. Now, tell me, what did you figure out this week that you want to talk about? I am so excited, Denise. I have some show and tell. Really? Uh, Yes, because you and I are about to, let me read the list of things that's going to happen to us in just a few days. Okay, and I can tell you right now, I am so not excited. (laughs) Well, you're you're going to change your tune. I'm going to sell you on it. In just a few days, Denise and I are going Uh, to decrease fat cells. We're going to increase muscle mass, lose weight, increase human growth hormone. We're going to improve our blood markers. We're going to remove precancerous cells, IGF-1. That's the thing that excites me the most about what we're about to do. We're going excited about the, about the stem cells that I'm excited about. Yes. Increase energy and decrease pain. I don't have any pain, but Hey, you can always feel better and whatever, but I also um, have a new set, a device that's coming. Um, When I've done this before. Are you, are you cheating? Did you order something without me? What did you order? 
No, 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 I'm not cheating. No, 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 Denise, you already have. You're always ahead of me with technology things. I ordered, I just don't want to give away what it is yet because okay. I'm just building a little climax here. Oh, see? Okay, sorry. So anyway, a way to measure pre and post test of what we're about to do. And that's going to arrive today too. So um, there's a wonderful, wonderful thing that we can all do that's actually free. And the reason, well, it's growing in popularity now, as you know, and as our listeners know, but um, it's hard to make money off of this particular thing that we can do to decrease fat cells, increase muscle mass and, and all that. And what am I talking about? If you're wondering, drum roll, what we're about, adventure we're about to take. Brrr. We are about to do the fasting mimicking diet. Notice the word mimicking because. Okay. Oh. But I mean, I already fast. I fast every day. Okay. I, yes. I, I am. A, uh, you know me. I'm an intermittent faster. I'm, I'm absolutely like, so how does this different? I mean, I know, but I just want you to tell our listeners, how is yeah. it different? I am. I'm going to ask that question, but I'm going to back up just a second because you and I both are fans of intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. And a few years ago, I watched a documentary. If you have a pen and paper handy, write this down. Eat Fast and Live Longer by the BBC. I've watched it several times. I've shared it with family and friends. I've made people that I love watch it because <laughs> I think it is so... I probably shared it with you, Denise, several years ago. I watched it again last night. I don't think so. You don't love me. But ah, hey, eat no, fast. Eat fast as in scarf down your food. Eat fast. No, let me say that again. So that it's eat, comma, fast and live longer. BBC by the comma Michael. makes all the difference yeah yeah no not eat fast eat comma fast yes ah. live longer and it's by dr walter um now i forgot his last name that i'm on the spot longo as in prolong prolong ah. oh that denise okay so fasting mimicking why because it gives you all the benefits of fasting without completely going without food. And my kit arrived, so I thought I would unpack it for everybody today to okay. see. Okay. Well, we want to see it, but you has still have not said the magic words. Why? If oh, I'm, if well, I'm oh yes. Okay. Because um, autophagy happens when you're in a short-term fast. But this stem cell, is that the magic you're waiting when you go for a long no. term fast? No, 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 no. Because we already fast every day. We already do a fast every day, you and I. We stop eating somewhere around 7 and 8 o'clock at night. And then we don't eat again until, well, I sometimes don't eat again until 1 or 2. So we do pretty extended fast. But this is not just a fast for a few hours in a day. It is a how long fast? Five days. Five, Five stinking days. days. You know how much I love to eat, and I did a six-day Oh, my gosh, she never without... stops eating. Once she starts eating, that's it, folks. Lock down the refrigerator. She knows I'm staying with her, but this is different. Oh do. I'm telling you, you can do this, Denise. The six-day fast was even challenging for me, and I've done like oh. a three-day, 72-hour. And the reason I chose, I think it's great to do fasting as the seasons change, mm -hmm. because you know, you're, you're changing your clothes, you're changing your diet. Why not do a, a detox inside and outside? So what really excites me about a prolong, the name is prolong and a prolonged fast is the increase in stem cells and IGF one. 
when you're on a long-term fast, that's going to take care of so many things. It's like a little Pac-Man going in and cleaning out those precancerous cells. Cleans out all those sentient cells. Listen, so we want to see the thing. Get on with it. Unwrap the sucker. I have not seen it. Mine, my neighbor picked mine up this weekend. So, and also we should stop giving them free advertising. (laughs) Well, I do want to say just a little bit more free advertising before I show it. That, um, that Walter Longa, who is Italian, just going to throw that in, was awarded for the, fir- the fasting mimicking diet for the first patent in history for promoting longevity and health span. He discovered wow. first how ce- cells sense food and then devised the fasting mimicking formulation and finally conducted mice and human trials to test the health benefits of the fasting mimicking diet. I've done this once before. Uh, that's one reason why I wrote Denise in because I knew she could. She thinks five days she can't, but she can. And also, I'm just going to throw in because it is COVID right now, I found it much harder to fast being at home so much, being around the refrigerator. And I figure if I'm going to invest in my health and invest in this, I'm going to really commit to it. So let's unwrap it. Okay, I can't wait. I have not seen mine, so this is going to be a new thing for me. And here's the thing about five days. I, I did a two-day fast recently, and I'm telling you right now, it is it, it was hard for me because I have a man in my house who absolutely loves to eat. The first thing when he wakes up in the morning is he'll say to me, what's for lunch or what's for dinner? <laughs> and I am not motivated by food, so I can go... I can go a long time and then realize I'm hungry and go, why can't I eat? But five days whew, with somebody else in the house. I don't know. That's going to be a challenge, but it I'm up for it. It is going to be a challenge. You know what, Denise? My most successful fast were when I was living by myself. And here's what I do. Mm-hmm. When they would say that a snowstorm is coming and everybody else runs to the grocery store, you know, a few days before, that's when I start emptying out the food. I can't go anywhere. I can't get it delivered. That's and I don't idea. have food in the house. So the snowstorm sets me up. That's a great time for a long, you know, 72 hour fast. But let me show you what came in the package. Okay. Packaging. Yeah. Let's right see. now they're running a special. As I said, we're not network marketing. We're not getting and now, paid. And we we're no not. Connection. No, no, no. They can pay us for, they can pay us. <laughs> well, they can, but they haven't. But anyway, right, yes. right now they're running a special where you get, um, an additional uh, three boxes. Normally, you just get the beautiful prolong box, which I'm going to show you. But before Can't I eat got the box, to the back, don't care that it's beautiful. Can eat it. <laughs> on top of the box were these three packages. Let me move them. Can you see Denise? Well, um, oh yeah, look at that. These A are the fast, fast bars. bars. And they're kind of like the bars that I never made for you, but I told you a lot about recently. They're really good and nutritious with seeds and nuts, and they keep you in that fasted state so your glucose doesn't go up. But you get Mm. three boxes of these as kind of a maintenance. These were included for free with with the program that they were offering right now. And I did have to open one yesterday and enjoy one, and they they are good. And then here is the... Our five days of food, everything you and I are going to eat for five days is in this box, Denise. Look at that box. Isn't that beautiful? I saved the other box from before and used it as a storage box because it is a nice container. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Then inside you can see. Yeah, I could put some scarves in that box or something. Uh, Yeah. Each day is clearly marked. Uh One, two, three, four, five, plus a bottle that's going to, there's a liquid that you're going to mix with the bottle that helps with the 
hunger suppression, Denise. So you're going to love uh -huh. that part. And so let's open up what all you get for day one. Uh -huh. Get a chart, easy to see, that shows what you're going to have for breakfast, lunch. Is that close enough to read? Yep. Yep. Okay. Breakfast, lunch, um, afternoon, and dinner. So you open up day one. Prolon, as I said in his name, is a natural plant-based. Oh, I love that too because I'm a vegetarian. Really vegan if you want to get technical. Diet that was tested preclinically and clinically at the Longevity Institute and Diabetes and Obesity Research Institute of the University of Southern California and sponsored by the National Institute on Aging and the National Institutes of Health. So they've got high credentials. Oh, and Denise, you also get a free coaching if you want to take it. I didn't do it this time. Because yeah, no, I'm definitely going to do it. Probably about day three. I'll be like, you, you got to help me, buddy. So, um, our lady. Side, we have um, the L bar. Those are the fast bars that you can buy separately too. Um, one of them, I think, is for breakfast. One's lunch. This one is... Um, I can't read the nut. You can see that it's honey on the front. Okay. All right. So is it all bars? No, 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 no. You get a variety. Okay. Cause we got to move this forward, girl. I'm taking too long. Anyway, um, this is the, the, what you mix in with the water bottle. So you get the right amount. We have some kale crackers. There's different types of soups. Um, in this particular day in day one, we have a tomato soup base, and they are good. They, they do taste good. Really? So I like okay. eating cardboard, cardboard. Uh, minestrone, uh, spearmint tea, and they advise you, and, you, and in the coaching, they will say this too, don't drink or eat anything that, oh, they have a lot of teas too. What about coffee? Can I not have coffee? Black, maybe. I can't remember. Some olives, but I don't see the teas. Maybe I... I better be able to have some damn coffee. Um, well, actually, you can't put anything in it. I know that for sure. Um, but I, I like sparkling waters. I didn't do that. I followed it to the tea before, and I think I lost nine pounds. Um, I lost inches. I lost, I lost fat and gained muscle. Isn't that crazy? Crazy? Also, they advise you not to do any... Um, you know, I like hot yoga. I like yeah. crazy things. No, no extremes. Take it easy and use this as a time, not only for cleansing inside, but outside as well, mentally too, you know, so. Lots I'm of meditation. I'll be doing lots of meditation. And I'm just going to say to my, my, anybody who lives around me during that time and happens to listen to this, you might want to stay away. For yes. <laughs> no, you should call in and check on her. Check on her husband. Make sure he yeah, hasn't. Check on Don. Make sure I haven't like eaten him. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. So, I really, I really don't. Yeah, I, I, I'll be fine. I just, I think the thing for me, if I were in the woods somewhere by myself, I could easy, easily knock it out, but I'm not. And I have to continue to teach. So right. my poor students, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make most of the time over the weekend and just fast those last two days that I teach. They're my lightest days. And then that way I, you know, it'll be easier to maintain my energy for voice lessons. Right, right, right. right. So, okay, well, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. I'm going to call you every day and go, why did you talk me into this? No, I'll be like, <laughs> no. Are You're going to be thanking me. Yes. Thanking me. I do. I do remember after the six-day fast, my skin just 
it was so clear. Everybody talks because- about that. Everybody talks about that. I was just listening to a podcast this week by Dr. Mercola, and he was saying that he does, you know, four and five day fast two or three times a year, and that he can't get over the change in his skin, the the clarity in his mind, the way his brain works, how much, you know, brain fog. And he's he's not a young guy. He's older, older mm-hmm. than I am. So I would and- put... So anyway, I'm excited. I'm excited to see. We will give you a report, uh, ladies and gentlemen, on how it worked and how well. I'm, I don't need to lose nine pounds. I don't want to lose nine pounds, but I certainly am excited about getting rid of senescent cells and any precancerous things, as well as uh, I'm really excited about the stem cell thing because people who know me know that I have a history of some back issues. So um, if it if it helps my back even further, even though I'm doing really really well right now, so I'm excited. I'm excited right. to do it. I want to add one, two, two other things. Um, of course. The first is uh, of course. Uh, when I did the six day fast, I was with a buddy doing that, and that was not the mimicking diet. That was completely without any food, and was really aiming for seven. But my body. And since we are promoting a book called The Mindfulness of Singing, my body told me it was done. It was time to quit the fast. So while we are promoting this, we're not doctors. Listen to your own body. Well, we're not promoting Prolon. We're promoting doing some fasting on your own if you need to. And certainly doing intermittent fasting for regular health maintenance. It's, It's awesome. It changed my life, really. And as as you're doing any type of fasting protocol to become more mindful, and I could tell that it was time. And so, in fact, when I did the last time, the five-day fasting mimicking diet, I thought, well, I'll see where I'm going at the end. And if it's still going, maybe I'll continue. But once again, five days, there are different Ayurvedic uh, body types, Kappa, Pitta, Vata, and I'm not of the type that is really designed for that. And I didn't need to lose, lose more than nine pounds. So anyway, um, listen to your body. Three little quotes on fasting for a little inspiration and we'll wrap up my section. Um, fasting is the first principle of medicine. Fast and see the strength of the spirit reveal itself, Rumi. The control of the palate is a valuable aid for the control of the mind, Gandhi. The best of all medicine is resting and fasting. Benjamin Franklin. That one was surprised me. I knew about the other two, but so. Well, he didn't fast very often. Ah, from his pictures, I guess, I guess not. (laughs) But he was brilliant. Right. So, um, yes. um, Thank you, Denise, for doing it with me. It will be fun Mm. together. And uh, we start start, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I think we should start Wednesday. Okay. Okay. It's a roll. Uh, get your stats in before Wednesday. Write down what your, you know, measurements from the. Um, I, have, so. I have a weights. I mean, a, a scale. You Mine, know, the new scale is going to measure uh, muscle mass and water. And, is that is that what you ordered? Is that the yeah, gadget yeah. you ordered? Oh, I already have one. <laughs> see, see, I told you you were already in it, but um, I didn't. I never had a home scale that did all that fancy stuff. So I'm mm-hmm. eager to see. Mm-hmm. So. Tell me what you want to share this week. Okay, so you know me, I like psychology. It's one of my favorite things. I love to figure some stuff out, especially people. Uh, 
Uh, and she works on me all the time. <laughs> whether she likes it or not. Exactly. <laughs> and I want to talk about a um, something that they call us a positive psychology theory. And it's called acting as if. So the reason why I want to talk about it a little bit is because, as you know, one of the things that we do as singers is we judge ourselves, we compare ourselves, we listen to ourselves and decide if it's pretty or good or bad or ugly. And um, we get kind of caught up in trying to uh, become a really good professional, you know, singer and or diva or devo, right? In whatever genre. And it's really hard to set aside and not live in the world of the I am nots. But what if you began to live your life in the I am because I'm going to act as if I am. And there's the psychological thought that if you act as if, you will become. And so I, I, I really love it, and I, I think it's really great. As you know, Shakespeare said, all the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances, and one man in his time plays many parts. And so if you want to break out of the role of being the one who's not as good as everybody else or the one who can't memorize their music or the one who can't learn a song correctly or the one who can't quite act on stage or whatever it is or the one who can't sing in their middle voice or their head voice or whatever this thing is whatever your kryptonite is that that holds you back and and, and believe me it's here it's all about the conversation that you're having with yourself that is truly what is holding you back if you act as if you can do the thing if you act as if you are better if you act as if you're a professional singer and that means dressing the part acting the part walking into a room and saying, I'm the professional here. I'm going to, I'm the expert in singing here and I'm going to act as if I own this stage and own this room and you will, and it will help you build confidence. It will help you build um, your own self-perception because sometimes the little story we tell ourselves or the little perceptions that we have about ourselves are, are false narratives. They're not real. They're, they're a reality we have built uh, out of God knows what. Somebody's opinion of you, a parent's opinion of you, a teacher's opinion of you, a friend's opinion of you. And we're more than the people's opinions of us. We all are. And so <clears throat> if you cannot draw conclusions about yourself or the things that you have drawn conclusions about, uh, that are negative and, and, and change the way that you act and act as if that's not a conclusion. And by the way, there is no conclusion about any of us because until we're dead, because we're still alive, you can <laughs> still change the conclusion. The conclusion means it's over. It's done. There's nothing else to say, but as long as you're breathing, there are, can be no conclusions. 
Mi piace, mi piace questo. I like that. I've never heard that. It's a new one, Denise. I haven't. Certainly, I'm familiar. Well, that's with a Deniseism. That's a Deniseism. But I'm going to jump in for a second if I haven't interrupted your train of thought and say the two most important words in the English language or in any language, however you say it, is what comes after I am. I am and what comes after that you believe, whether it's truth or not. As you were talking, it reminded me how much time I would spend with my students before a recital walking on and off stage. Because how many times have you, have you judged something that you knew before the person ever even opened their mouth? Nine times out of 10, what was going to come out? But just the way they walked, carried themselves, how they dressed, what they, their mannerisms gave it all away. So yeah, I'm with you, girlfriend on, it's our thought of I am. Whatever follows I am becomes truth. Absolutely. Go for it again. Sorry, I interrupted. I was liking where you were. <clears throat> no, it's totally fine. So I just want to say that if you, if you have strengths that you want to develop, act as if you already have those strengths and seek out people who have those strengths. And as long as you are improvising in that, you will, you will figure it out. You'll, you will suddenly realize one day that you're not acting anymore. It has come to, to be, it has come to, to fruition. You've manifested that aspect of yourself by acknowledging the want it's when we don't acknowledge the want i want to be this i want to be that and and you think those are two things that are that are um not attainable for you in that moment until you i have to do this though first i have to do this first i have to do that first and do you ever get to that i i want you know to be this no you 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 worry so much about these other steps but you can skip those steps and act as if I, I, it's really powerful. And I think um, that if we talk to teachers and talk to students about, you know, what they would do if they were to act as if what would change in their lives, I think you'd find it to be pretty powerful uh, and something you have in your own power too. It, it, you don't have to, you don't have to go get a psychologist to figure that out. Just right. do it just do it. We spend a lot of time, you know, in voice lessons and working with singers on talking about technique, 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 and, and repertoire and languages or style or, you know, knowing your audition material and all of that. But we don't spend enough time, and I firmly believe this, and I'd love for somebody to prove me wrong. We don't spend enough time talking about mind, body, spirit, in our lessons. And there might be some of you out there who would say, well, I do. Well, good for you. But I'm telling you on the university level and, 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 and also in, in the, in the space of trying to help high school kids get ready for, uh, college auditions and, or, uh, all state music or whatever it is that they're trying to do the national anthem at their basketball game or trying out for this community college, community theater thing or whatever whatever it is you're trying to do with that you barely have time in 45 minutes or an hour to especially if you're teaching 30 minute lessons to get done what you need to get done and we figure they'll figure it out in the mind body and spirit but the truth is they don't figure it out dear god how long did it take you to figure it out tony <laughs> a lifetime i'm still figuring it out and one of the yeah. things that all the people who uh, proponents of my, uh, not mindfulness, but of manifestation say yeah. is to feel the feeling of what you 
desire, not the feeling of where you mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. To change, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Figure it, figure, it, visualize it, but and also visualize yourself doing that thing. So act as if, people, let's act as if this week. Here we go. Well, again, Nancy, it's so nice to meet you. I know you and Denise are friends, and now I get the privilege of getting to know you. I feel like I already know you just a little bit because I'm over halfway through reading your latest and greatest book, and it's called Singing. I'm going to get this right. There it is. She's got it held up. <laughs> I got it. Oh, beautiful. Show it, get a little closer to the camera. Singing through the change. Women's no, voices. no, no, Denise. Singing Through Change, and I love yes. the title. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Yes. Because yeah, Singing Through up. Change, we, um, we had to uh, toss that title around quite a bit before we landed on the one that just, mm-hmm. yes. I, I love it because I was telling Denise that uh, I caught that, I'm assuming, I'm making an assumption of why you chose this is because every day is change because the, our voice is our body, and so it's not the change. It's just singing through change in general. But I'm, I'm enjoying it very much. I'm a little over halfway through. Cool. And um, so the first question I'd like to ask is for you to tell us about all the other books you've written. You've written quite oh. a collection of books for singers. And um, why those books, why you were drawn to them, what compelled you to write those books? Tell oh, that's... Fantastic. Um, thank you. The, um, the only one, uh, other one that I have handy is um, the Teen Girl Singing Guide. Mm-hmm. And um, that was my whew, third book. And the, f- the first one, Singing 101, is a thin 68-page basics of singing. And I wrote Singing 101 in 2005 as a CD instruction set to listen to in the car. Because one of my idols is a woman named Karen Olison, who in the 1990s wrote Singer Sizing. And I thought, yeah, there's, that's great. And I can add to that. And so I did the Singing 101 and I sold a thousand copies over 10 years. Woo! <laughs> that's awful. Didn't even cover the costs. But I thought, you know, I've got this. I'll turn it into a book and see what happens. So that was the first time I ever published a book and I self-published through Amazon. And sure enough, still to this day, um, it's been out in print for three or four years, it sells three to five copies every single day. And people reach out with this, yeah, with this thin little book that's just the basics of thinking about and checking in with your body, asking your body how it wants to breathe, thinking about how you hold your head in alignment with your body, um, which is really nice for experienced singers to go back and go, oh yeah, but for people who've never had lessons. And that book started when a man approached me and said, I want to take, well, it started as a CD set. I want to learn how to sing, but I'm even too nervous to sing in front of you in lessons. Is there anything I can do first? So that's where that came from. That's a great idea. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you say, I love that you say, be mindful of your, you know, your breath and see what your breath wants to do. See what your posture, because we, our, our book, The Mindfulness of Singing is all about being mindful of, of a lot of things, but in part, your body and the sensations that are in it. And we as singers, we sometimes ignore so many things because we, it's, it's hard to multitask. I never really had an appreciation for the multitasking that singers do until I tried to lift, do free weights and deadlift and deadlift something. And I was like, oh my gosh, this must be the way singers feel when you first start singing and you have to think about your posture and your head and your jaw and your, you know, all those things, right? 
And so I love that you say first, just pay attention. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And, and through voice science, we've learned that different body types and different muscle tones, we breathe a little differently. And now through singing through change, we, it's clear that as our cartilage around our rib cage ossifies, as we get older, breathing is going to change. The breathing of a 10 year old singer is going to be different than a 90 year old, just because of the flexibility of the rib cage. So, so back to the, the books, um, uh, the teen girl singing guide was because I had taught like a lot of independent voice teachers, hundreds and hundreds of teenage girls, and they mostly wanted to know the same things. And so I wrote that book loosely on the Myers-Briggs personalities, kind of guiding a teen girl age 12 to 17 through, so you want to sing in the school musical, or you want to sing in community musical, or you want to start a band? Do you want to major in voice in college? Um, your friend loves to perform. Does that mean you need to love to perform? And just lots of ideas. So that book is just a guide for the teenage girls who love to sing to help them sort out some of the big issues. Excellent. That sounds great. I wish I'd had that for all those teenage girls I've taught over the, over the years. So what's next? Mm-hmm. What's next is that uh, just No, this. excuse me. That wasn't a very clear question. That, okay. that was the first one was the... Oh, what's the next book? What's the next one's in the bouquet of books you've written? Well, they always say everybody needs to make mistakes. And my next one was a mistake. It was a, it was a book on voiceover because I've, I've been a voiceover <coughs> artist on and off over the last few years. And uh, the voiceover industry changes with technology and with uh, corporate demands. And so writing a book on voiceover is just asking for trouble. So that one's no longer available. <laughs> <laughs> Live and learn. Yeah. Live and learn. Yep. It'd be but like I, uh, writing a book for computers, right? Every so many, every time a computer changes, every so many years, the one that you just bought three, four years ago is now obsolete. Yeah. So, yeah. That would be a really hard uh, vocation to stay on top of, I would think. Yeah. For the technology and, and also yeah. for auditioning. Yeah. 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 Cool. Then I wrote um, the singer's practice plan, log and journal, which is actually a planner for, for singers to use in um, voice lessons. And uh, the, the one right before singing through change was that I had singing 101 translated into cantar uno cero uno in Spanish language and doing all these in audiobook too. So that's the whole catalog. <laughs> and are you doing the audiobook yourself, obviously? For, not for Cantar Uno Zero Uno. That one, um, I, I don't speak Spanish well. So I, had, I ran that by um, two translators and an editor in the written form to make sure that it was uh, appropriately translated. And then um, the editor is a singing voice teacher and she um, speaks beautifully in Spain Spanish and Mexican Spanish and Central American Spanish. And so she was able to determine a neutral Spanish accent. Wow. So that one, yeah, that one's in its final editing and proofing stages. It should be out an audiobook, I would say, within two weeks. That's great because I can't even come, with a, come up with a neutral English speaking accent. <laughs> I noticed that about you, Denise. <laughs> you know you're from the South. So um, do you have another book brewing? Uh, no, I don't right now. What I have right now is... Um, talks that I want to like you I want to talk to people about singing sing more when did you stop singing uh, can can singing be part of your daily life again mm-hmm. uh, that may spin into a, a book eventually but right now I want to talk and learn and listen about this magical thing that singing is that transforms 
every single human on the planet. There isn't a toddler anywhere who doesn't sing. Uh But at some point, most people stop and become self-conscious. Yeah, it's because of that second grade teacher that says, hey, you, go to the back of the, don't sing so loud. (laughs) Tell us more. Tell us more, Denise. (laughs) Well, I'm not loud at all, ever. Mm -hmm. It's not true. Always. And yes, no, I had a teacher who was like, why don't sing so loud? And I was like, Mm. okay, I won't. Self-conscious. Yeah. Yeah. So of all your books you've written, do you have a favorite? And if so, why? I do not. I do not. They all Um, have a different niche, I guess. they, they, They all, they all hopefully help people to sing more, which is my ultimate goal. And so, so my favorite book is a book that gives somebody an excuse to sing more. And that was the motivation behind singing through change is that I saw this huge block of the population that stopped singing or pulled back on their singing. The 70 year old in the choir who maybe you want them to sing a solo and it's quite likely they'll say, Oh, I would have done that when I was 30, but I'm not going to do that anymore. And it's like, Oh, that's sad. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, and I think too, there's kind of an expectation that while I'm older, I can't sing. I taught um, weekends, a few weekends of lessons at a retirement uh, community and everybody would come in. And the first thing they would say is, well, you know, I'm older, da-da-da-da. And I'd say, well, if I could wave my magic wand, what is it that you would like to address today in the singing lesson? And at the end, every one of them would leave just excited. They were like, wow, it's possible to change. Now, I'm, you know, everything didn't become perfect, but they realized that they could make progress. And so, yes, it is a shame. Um, it's sad uh, that people feel they have to stop. So I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um so if you could roll back time yeah. and you could talk to yourself as a young singer, what would you say to yourself? I would say, I, I would say that singing and performing are two different things. Mm-hmm. I didn't figure that out until I was in my 40s. Singing comes from our souls and our spirits and, and our minds, our hearts, and it's vulnerable. Um, it's open and it's expressive and it's emotional. Performing is something we deliver to an audience so that they are moved. Those two things are not the same. And to understand that they're, they're worthy of being studied and thought about separately so that they can be put together for a singing performer. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just yeah. got our golden nugget. I feel like <laughs> uh, if you can take anything. In fact, last night I was singing and playing the piano and printing music. I've been singing in a genre that's not my normal uh, cup of tea and singing for myself and just playing, just learning <sighs> to play again. And I think... I, I would say that to myself as a young singer, too. If I could roll back time, chill out and play. <laughs> play. And don't make it so much about this huge goal and um, just to enjoy it for the gift that it is. And Have you ever I, thought about the etymology of that word play? We play uh, piano. We play an instrument. We could think, say we play our voices, but sure doesn't feel like play when we're studying it. No. 
No, in fact, I used to say when I was in graduate school that if you really want to take the creativity out of somebody, put them in graduate voice lessons. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord there's so much to unpack about that right? that's another podcast right there in and of itself. <laughs> you know it's funny that you you use that word nancy because in our book we talk a lot about play we encourage people to play to not lose the sense of play and i like the way that you said that we do talk about playing the other instruments but singing no that's whew. a discipline yes mm. yes yeah yeah very much so. That's I really love the way you said that. Thank you. So, Denise, do you have some golden nugget? What would you tell your young singer? I had my golden nugget when I talked about acting as if, but I don't know if I have two in me today. But oh, uh, <laughs> always do, Denise. I have more confidence in you than that. No, I just I just like the idea of the fact that, and maybe it's the times we're living in, but no one when I was a young singer ever talked about the spirituality of seeing no one ever talked about you know mind body spirit element of it it was all technique languages technique languages to, and, and learning your auditions and trying to be better than the next you know the, than the the soprano who was there before in the room before you were and, you know just just the kind of dog eat dog world of that and then we wonder why when we get into academia why there's that same sensibility of competitiveness and this is my space and there's only so much success to go around and all of that you know and i i'm so glad we're changing the conversation among uh among us that we're saying wait a minute what about mind body spirit what what about being a creative person, what about being being you as you sing? I I don't know. I I I. It makes me mad that I'm as old as I am now because we're just now having this conversation. <laughs> well, like, dang it! Why can't I be 21 and have this conversation? I would have learned. I would have learned so much more about myself as a singer and as a person if someone had led me down that instead of. Technique would have come because technique comes with age and experience and all the things, wisdom, I, you know, but, and, and wisdom. But I mean, yeah, I agree. Technique can come from experience. And um, in college, it felt like I was having the, the rule book thrown at me, you know, like you need to yeah. learn these rules of right. singing as fast as you can. And if that other person learns those rules faster, then they're going to get, like you said, there was scarcity around opportunities. Mm -hmm. Oh, a lot of, a lot of um, business concepts, um, unhealthy business concepts that are applied to teaching people how to sing. Right. Hmm. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So I, I think we're on the right track now. Are getting yes. there anyway. We're, we are. There's more and more voices that are talking this same talk, mindfulness, heart, and soul. Um, yeah, not just rules and physiology. Hopefully we're, we're going to see um, the next generations coming up differently. As I was reading the book, I, I felt this tremendous sense of, of sadness and connection to the women. I saw myself in them too. Of all the times that they would say, well, you know, I had to sing because... Um, I was the only soprano there, and then they had a vocal hemorrhage, but I kept going because we were just taught to persevere and that that's part of your identity. And the show must go on. 
the show must go on. But mindfulness, forget about it. Mindfulness of, hey, what is my body saying? My unique voice saying. Um, so I, th I think we're on the cusp of, cusp of something new and better. And um, we're certainly grateful for your books and uh -huh. all that you're doing to change that mentality. And so how can people find you, Nancy? The, the books themselves are all available on Amazon worldwide. Uh, the publishing site is studioboss.com. That's S-T-U-D-I-O-B-O-S.com. And my website is nancyboss.me. <laughs> I like Sounds that. So arrogant. And don't no it doesn't. And don't <laughs> don't forget she has a podcast. And I love I the podcast. podcast. I love the podcast. The podcast is called Everything. Two words. And the goal of the podcast, the original 50 episodes was why do we sing? And I think I understand that now. I got that question answered. So now I'm asking why don't we sing more? And every episode is about very similar to you expressing ourselves through singing. Mhm. Mm Mm -hmm. and, and not just as a vocation, but, but for people who aren't professional singers, right. singing is, yeah, it, it really is something that's for everyone and everyone should be doing it and, and uh, has so, so many ways to discover yourself and discover new things about yourself and discover your uh, joyful side through singing. I mean, there's science behind that. It's a fact. We use, we use um, uh, singing as an emotional release and an emotional expression. Mm -hmm. It's how we share as community. But I cannot wait to learn more about what the two of you are putting out to the world because what I've seen so far, I just love. And I, I'm so glad to be a part of it, at least with this episode, and I can't wait to hear more. Oh, and Nancy, you. we're honored that you are our first. This is our, our main voyage. You know, Denise is a veteran. <laughs> I'm on here with two uh, veteran podcasters. I'm the, the baby just tip, tipping my feet in the water, but um, we're honored to have you as our first, and so thank you. Denise, do you have anything else? I don't. I just want to encourage everybody to, to read the book, Seeing Through Change. I got that right. And, and to also uh, listen to Nancy's podcast. It's really positive. It's uplifting. I, and, and your voice as a, as, an, as a voiceover artist is so soothing. Hello, my name is Nancy yes. Boss. I and I'll be your so podcast much. host. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's so soothing. It's great. Thank you. Thank you so much, for Nancy, for being part of our very first podcast. Thank you for your time and for Thank all you. the work you do. Oh, it's my pleasure. And your joy in singing, and I hope we've inspired somebody out to go play, go play, go get in the sandbox and play with your own voice. Go sing, go sing. Thank you okay. so much. This has been great. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much for listening. We are very grateful that you joined us today. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, write a review, share it with a friend.